Jake. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars, Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, plenty to get to on this Double Barrel Wednesday, Sean Callahan, Parker Gabriel, and I have a lot of mailbag submissions that came in yesterday, Sip, a lot of mailbags. Really? Yep. Well, good morning. Good morning to you, uh, and good morning to all of you listening. You can always call or text <laughs> at 402-464-5685, you can watch and comment on the Sauter Heyman Jewelers video stream on Facebook, Twitch, and YouTube. This show, again, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. You got their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. Well, yesterday was interesting on this show. Uh, John Cook, as we recall, joined us at 7 a.m. Sip, and um, a lot of fireworks there, I thought, with John. In a good way. Good fireworks. Yeah. Exciting fireworks. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little frazzled. Yeah, what's going on over there? I'm just ready. What are you to distracted go. Just by? Just getting ready to go. Came kind of. Oh, in. you have your hipster glasses on today. Yeah, I couldn't find my. See, you can tell I'm frazzled. Those are hipster glasses. Yeah, I suppose that's what you could call. Could you them. admit that? They came in a pack, and they're just hipster glasses. No, here's what happens when you get readers: you get them in like a four pack, and it's just whatever you get, you get. Um, <laughs> they're pretty. They're pretty hipster. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, yeah, John was interesting yesterday. We have Sean on, which will be interesting because, God, there's so much. Oh, there's a lot going on. Um, we're going to, what do we talk about the transfer class, rank number six are you, nationally? Are you awake? Are you, yeah. are you here? Are you here? <laughs> Earth to Sipple, are you awake today? You're frazzled, yeah, but you could, frazzled. are you still awake in this process? Yeah, here? I'm awake. Uh, a little, yeah, a little frazzled, though. What's going on? Just came, got in here a little later than I wanted to. Yeah. And and um, that's it. Can you see properly through those hipster glasses? Yes, you, quit calling them hipster glasses. Those are hipster glasses. I know, I Harrison, don't like them. are those hipster glasses? Oh, he's like, yeah, those are all yeah, the white I don't hipster like glasses. Them. I, th- I can't even look at you right now. It's very strange. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I've heard, I've, people have said that. <laughs> no, keep them on. No. You have well, to I'm read. I have to read. You uh, have to read. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of freaked yeah, me out a little they bit. They are freaky. <laughs> Yeah. No, those probably go for for a big price some places. And you said you guys got those for cheap in, yeah, in a I pack? Yeah, you, you get like a pack of four at, at Walgreens for – I'm going to say – oh, I'll, I'll tell you a story. You know, Trixie would do everything for me, you know, so I don't buy anything. I don't, I'm, oh, I'm unaware of, of prices. And, of course. And, um, you know, bills and how much stuff is. And one day I just decided I'm going to go get my own glasses – and I went and got a pack, thinking this would be like five dollars. Okay. Yeah. Five. A pack. Yeah, pack pack of four. And I thought five, ten bucks, twelve bucks maybe at the most. Forty five dollars. I was like, whoa. There is still a lens involved there. Yeah, I guess. But you 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 used to be able to just to go to get them for a dollar. Well, you know, inflation and time. Yeah, I guess. I mean, when I first when I first lost my eyesight, um, you you. It was probably ten years ago, and it, yeah, I could go to the Dollar Tree and get them literally for a dollar, right? Well, the times have changed. Yeah, dramatically, apparently. Sorry, I'm sorry for that raising price on you for your 
hipster glasses there. <laughs> your hipster readers there. Yeah. It's too okay. bad. Yeah, it is. It's way too bad. So let's get into this because you asked a, a question on the on the rundown that a lot of people were talking about yesterday in the wake of the John Cook interview on our program. Yes. Well, John Cook, of course, was joined us, the Nebraska volleyball coach, at 7 a.m. yesterday. We asked a variety of questions about the team and also about, you asked about uh, his interview for the AD spot back in the summertime, and he talked about that. And it just made it seem pretty apparent to us, Sip, that the Bill Moose experiment may have been a disaster Okay, for hold Nebraska. on. Now, first of all, why yeah. would you say us? You're not speaking for me on that. <laughs> John Cook was pretty, without saying the words Bill Moose or the name Bill Moose, was pretty critical of how things were with Bill Moose at the end of the tenure, at least. Yeah, respectfully, Jake, I took issue with your rundown first line. <laughs> not the early break with Sip and Jake part. Uh, not the show sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Right. The, the the line that said John Cook made it seem pretty apparent yesterday that the Bill Moose experience was a disaster. Well, shall we hear from John Cook? Do you want to really ahead, repeat yes, some audio ahead. from yesterday? Re- yeah, and before you repeat this audio, keep in mind this is one man's opinion. One. one okay, man. this is one man's opinion. A very important man to Nebraska. Oh, by the way, right, John Cook. Sure. This was. Uh, John Cook with us yesterday on the on the department being in a bad place before Trev Alberts. But if Trev wasn't interested, you know, I would have done it in a heartbeat because I just felt like Nebraska athletics. We were at a at a off the edge of the cliff. You know, we had to do something to get somebody in here to build this athletic department back up because it, it. You know, and I I I've worked with you know a lot of ads now in Nebraska. Bill Byrne, who hired me, was great. Uh, and Coach Osborne, you know, I would run through the wall for him. And uh, but I think there's been a real lack of leadership. And uh, and I'm, I'm I thank my thank my lucky stars every day that Trev's our, our guy now. And, and again, I I've got two meetings with him today about stuff. And uh, yeah, he's another guy you run through the wall for, and he gets it. And uh, so uh, anyway, it worked out great. And uh, really happy, and I think Trev's going to do great things, and and uh, guy's a competitor. Okay, so that's John Cook on the Trev Alberts hire. He did say the program was on the – the department was on the edge of the cliff before Trev Alberts was hired. Now, again, that's – Was lacking in leadership. That's one person, but, again, one person that has a lot of, I don't know, respect going his way for what he's done in terms of winning sure. and being a constant – Contender for titles, national titles, John yeah, Cook. I respect what John said completely. Now, you have to balance, there's got to be some balance in the conversation. And I would tell you the column okay. I wrote for the paper wasn't very balanced because it was just John. But I did put in there, this, you know, this is just in John's eyes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I called a coach immediately, well, not immediately after the show, yesterday afternoon, um, one of the other coaches, I'll just say okay. one of the other prominent okay. coaches. And that person said, I, I think he was great. So, Interesting. I, yeah. So, I, I don't, I don't know. You got to, and John, again, you got to be respectful to all sides in these things. And, and I would now, if if we had a little longer time, keep in mind this was at the very end of the interview, yep. and this and this is informative for people because you can see how you, as a journalist, you can get caught in some binds. If I had a little more time with John, and I guess I could have called him subsequently, um, I would have said, now, 
you just played for a national championship. I mean, I, I, I mean, isn't that indicative of some degree of competency? He might in the say athletic that's department? me. That's yeah, it my is, program. And it is him. It is him. I mean, I get that. I, you can take credit for what my program has done, but we all know my program has done this before the AD and the last AD and the AD before that. And, and the thing that we have to all keep in mind about Bill Moose's tenure is he had to steer that ship through COVID, okay? Which he regarded as a, a, a significant accomplishment. I almost feel like I need to defend Bill a little bit here. He, COVID was a major ordeal for that enterprise. For he, all ADs. Yeah, and he, ha, and he steered Nebraska through it in very good financial shape, okay? It's a team effort, but he was the leader. If we're going to... If we're gonna um, if we're going to criticize him for certain things, you have to, you have to also try to balance the discussion out. He steered Nebraska through COVID, and it emerged in good financial shape. Okay, that doesn't happen magically. He also, if we're just looking at his tenure, he hired the guys you wanted. I know. Again, I yeah, I wanted a Bill Moose statue. You're it, right. And while we're at it. If we're gonna, if we're gonna, if we're gonna say, hey, yeah, well, the results though of the men's basketball and the football team, you, you can maybe you apply those to Moose. Well, you got to apply the baseball's rise to Moose too. Sure, right? Sure. So I, now he made some some kind of curious or just flat out bad decisions with contracts, like with Fred. Ex- extending Fred's deal after his first year after a 7 and 25 season two wins in the in the Big 10 and then secretly um gave Fred up an extension that's the one thing that really sticks i mean there's other things but that's the one that sticks out to me is like what if i had to if i could ask bill and he would answer i'd say why did you do that secretly why didn't you announce that and why did you even do it in the first place? I would love to ask him that. But, he, you know, he's off the clock. He's on the ranch. Right. He's not – some of this I don't even know if contractually he could address. You know, if if his – if there were stipulations in his $3 million payout that he got going out the door that – I mean, I don't know if he could do a sit-down interview with Bill Moose about everything that happened at Nebraska right now. So I don't know, Jay. Right, and I, I know it's one person's opinion, but but you even said the other day that you know, and I agree. John Cook is essentially the Coach K of volleyball, right? Right, right. It, wouldn't it seem a little weird if Coach K himself came out and was talking about the the previous AD at Nebra- at, at Duke saying, "Yeah, we're about to fall off a cliff." Weird. It wouldn't seem weird. It would raise your eyebrows. Yeah, my eyebrows, my eyebrows were raised significantly yeah, yesterday. Yeah, I didn't think it was weird what John said. I thought it was informative. Um, I, um, yeah, I was. I mean, you got to listen to what John says there. And I don't know. I mean, it's a t- it's a it's a tricky situation. So I mean, Bill. All I mean, just to recap, Bill's situation in late June. All of a sudden. Pretty much out of, I don't know, I don't want to say, did you think it was out of the blue when he <laughs> retired? Uh, I thought it was pretty kind of, yeah, Yeah, kind of. I mean, I can't say that, I can't sit here and say, it'd be disingenuous for me to say I, I didn't hear anything about it, because some people were saying that you better watch Moose's situation at the end of the fiscal year. 
And then I'd kind of check into it, wouldn't hear that much. Um, and then right at the end of the fiscal year, of course, is when it happened. So I'd kind of, you know, some people were saying, you better watch that situation. Um, so it wasn't totally out of the blue to me, um, but it was a surprise to many people for sure. And, okay, so we're, we called it a retirement. But remember, but remember what Bill said. Um, he said, apparently, this was the right yeah, time. Yeah, he yeah, said, he, right. I mean, what we wrote is Moose wouldn't say if the decision to retire June 30 at the end of the current fis- fiscal year was solely his. We asked him. And he just said he had that he had that memorable line. Apparently, this was the best time, which of course means he was not ready to go. Right, and he and he repeated that line when asked if the timeline was <laughs> was put to him by campus leadership. Apparently, Steve, this was the right time. This was the best time. I would just like to know if this was a problem from the get go with Bill Moose. Was this just this a, a last no. six month thing? Like when? When did it get sour with Bill Moose? If it well, did, I did, if I, it I did. don't know that it got. I think it for John Cook. When was it? Was it sour the whole time? I mean, none. Of, I mean, if you're an AD for any period of time, you're gonna. There's gonna Jake. It's not all smooth. Not everybody gets a statue. Not everybody's hailed out the door. I mean, look at. I mean, Bill Byrne was a very effective. I mean, he was there. He was here for eleven years. I would say Byrne as far as ADs go, was about as good as it, it's gotten at Nebraska. Okay? Bill Byrne. Everyone speaks highly of Bill Byrne. <laughs> not every, no, they don't. That's not true. Who does it? Oh, my God, Jake. He was criticized. I mean, he and... Looking back now, he wouldn't say... No, no, no. You see, you can't say stuff like that. Everybody... No, no, no. They trust me when I say they did What about right now? Would they be critical of Bill Byrne? I don't Byrne? know. I mean, come In on. The moment, you can't yeah. say everybody... Okay, okay, all right. My God. That's... No, Bill Byrne, the knock on Bill Byrne was he was overly supportive of of the minor sports and not supportive enough of the football program. Okay. So he and Osborne were at odds. <laughs> no, trust me. It is a guy that moved he to a, still a big university, though. Yeah, he was effective. Post-Nebraska. Steve Peterson, not exactly hailed going out the door. No, he was not. Tom Osborne, not exactly hailed as an mm, AD. Not really. I mean, good, for sure. But Tim Miles, Bo Pelini. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are I. Tim Miles once again. I would say Tim Miles, compared to the current situation, is looking more and more like John Wooden. Um, Which is sad, <laughs> but true. Uh, Sean Eichhorst. I mean, come on. So no, I mean, if you're that position, that position, Jake. That's why I hey, due respect. I reacted the way you did, and you said everybody liked Bill Byrne. You can't be an AD if you are an AD and everybody likes you. You're a terrible AD. That's what okay. I'd say. But that, I just because you got to say no well, to people. Bill Byrne had a successful tenure at Nebraska, yeah, and he went on to be successful at Texas A and M also. Yeah, that's why I say he he actually had a success as an AD. But everybody likes you. No, okay. not right. if that's you're a, a leader. Not if you're a leader. Cliche there. If you're a good leader. You're, you're, come on. If you're a good leader, there's a lot of people that aren't going to like you. Because if you're just trying to please people, you're not a good I, leader. Wouldn't you, okay. Would you say there's more positive reaction to Bill Byrne than most some of these other ADs? Yes. So that's why I said about, I opened that? by saying that. How about, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. More positive. And as far as this goes, yeah, I res- totally respect where John's coming from. I, and I was taken aback by it a little bit. A little bit. I mean, I'd wonder. Uh, he said that. They were on the edge of falling uh, off of a cliff. Right, on the edge I, of yeah, a cliff. I think on that the, was pretty eye-opening. Yeah, there. on the edge of a cliff. 
your premier head coach right now right. in terms of what he's done with championships. Yeah, I'm just trying to add some balance to the conversation. I, I, I appreciate that. Let's get a call from Vince in Napa, California on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Vince, you're on early break. Go ahead. Good morning, fellas. How are you? All right. Speak up, and how are you doing? Pretty good. Well, uh, let's see. Well, before I get into my athletic director takes, uh, okay. Rip, as you know, I tweeted at you about Debo Samuel, I, and I tweeted hashtag boss gag. Yeah. Yeah, what was well, that? Anyhow, oh. Debo, whoa, anyhow, whoa, 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 yeah. anyhow, I pre- anyhow, I'm going to uh, I'll, I'll limit it to just one verse, but I'll send you guys a verse of something that I wrote up. Okay. Here, here we go. Debo, whoa, he's for the catch, he's for the run. Debo's running someone over. Debo, whoa, he said I'm going to score. One last touch before we win it. One for the road. Debo. Whoa. And ladies and gentlemen, that is your simple song for the day. That's really good. Thank you, Vince. Vince. <laughs> I Not really that I appreciate that. Himself, but <laughs> no, that was really I falling off the microphone. I stumbled off the microphone. <laughs> We weren't is that expecting Boz that. Skaggs or is that I couldn't tell the difference. Hey, Vince. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Debo deserved that. Deserves that song. He's a great one. Maybe and you're a great for him one. In the championship yeah. game this weekend on the field. All right. We we're, we'll we'll uh, we'll cut that out and have it. Okay. Absolutely. Well, anyhow, back to regular programming. Uh, as far as as far as the oh boy, uh, okay. As I get okay, as I get this truck back on the road here. Yeah, but, get it back uh, on. Get it back on. <laughs> yeah, oh, flipped man, over. Was, it's I don't know. Good luck. in a hurry. But uh, as far as the athletic directors go, I mean, uh-huh. uh, and again, I'm going back to Bill Byrd. Okay. Um, I mean, to me, I see it like this. I think. The people that were even the most outspoken critics of Bill Byrne at the time, you have to say that I think um, they appreciate him. They've grown to appreciate him at least at least the majority of them. And you could speak to this better than I could. I think the majority of them have grown to respect. You know, have grown to appreciate him more with time, mm-hmm. whereas they may not have appreciated him in the moment. Um, you know, then then after he goes, then you go to Steve Peterson. One word for him joke i'm moving on mm-hmm. um coach osborne i mean that's one of the i mean osborne obviously had the stature and to me that was kind of like bringing your grandfather back home to just kind of get things in order which he did no question to some degree but um but again because of where he was in his life i mean you kind of th- there was never kind of a th- there was never a feeling that it was going to be a super long term then you get sean eichhorst another one word description for him joke um and for Moose, I agree with you that, you know, him steering the ship through COVID, you know, certainly ought to be recognized. But, um, <clears throat> but the one thing about Moose is that, you know, he was, I mean, I'm all for athletic directors letting coaches do their job, but he was hands-off to a fault. Whereas you look at Trev, I think he's the perfect, he's the perfect balance between, I mean, yes, he's hands-on, but he's also hands-on without being a meddler. Okay. If, if I'm making any sense. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you totally made sense there. And in, in, in fact, I appreciate it, Vince. Thank you for the call. Thank you for the song, and thank you for the call. Now, we always got to be a... Okay, I know I always say this. You got to be a little careful saying things like, Trev Alberts is the perfect balance. Mm. Well, I mean, mm. seven months into his tenure. We don't know if he's perfect anything, right? Um, but I will say this, and Vince, thank you, Vince, um, for bringing up a good point. And, and I haven't even I haven't written nor said this. There's no doubt that the leadership style changed dramatically now with Trev compared to to Bill. Trev Alberts is, as Vince pointed out, much more hands on, m- much more with the coaches. I mean, he is he is in a sense mentoring Scott Frost in some ways. I don't think I well I would say unequivocally that Bill Moose didn't try to do that. I don't think he felt like that was his role. So we're just talking about different leadership style. Trev is definitely more hands-on, okay? Um, and he will try to better the coaches with his wisdom and his background, his background in business, his background as a unanimous All-American pass rusher. Um, so he has that. Now, Bill could have done that. Bill was a good football player. Sure. Bill had a football background. He just didn't – that wasn't his style. And I don't know what the best style is. Is, is hands-on – Depends. Do, do you want to always want Trev around if you're a coach? I don't care if I ever see a manager in my world, okay? okay? I, don't, I don't need so to be you don't, managed. You don't need a hand – you, Steve Sipple, don't, I don't need, need a hands-on man- I don't want to be manager. managed. I don't need to be managed. Um, but some people do. Some people like that structure and that kind of that, – that, uh, that maybe structure – a feeling of um, security, um, and maybe just the will, the need to be led. You know, uh, this is from Doc on the text line. Doc, D O C K, D O C K, Doc. He says uh, Trev Alberts is not here for the money like the previous two ads were. Trev seems like he actually wants to improve the athletic department, not just collect a million dollar paycheck like the last two guys did. Well. Yeah, I mean, we're all here for the money, right? I mean, to a certain extent. To a certain extent, People really like what they do, Sip. (laughs) And they get paid crap for it out there. Oh, I know. But, I mean, I'm not working for free, and nor would Bill. You know, and and if you get to be the AD at Nebraska, I don't think you're just going to say, okay, yeah, I'll take 400000 That'll be fine. No, you don't. That's not the way it works. I don't think Bill was just here for the money. Um, I think that what we're doing in this conversation is underplaying COVID. I mean, that's when I, when I think of Bill's tenure, I think about, oh, God, <laughs> this is what this is the hand you're dealt. Th- that was a major that was an ordeal. Now, the sitting A.D. himself praised Bill Moose for the way he steered that thing through, steered that athletic department through covid financially, just in an interview with Parker and I the other day. He was very, very. um I mean, he had a lot of kind words. It's complimentary of Bill for what what he did in COVID. So, I now there's other people. I my guess is if you, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm just gonna stop right there. The other thing you have to consider is he was the sitting AD when they pushed through that major athletic complex project, the training facility that's being built 
right next to Memorial Stadium to the east, to the north and to the east. Bill was a sitting AD when all that went down. Now, now I give Matt Davison most of the credit for the fundraising on that. Okay. I'd say credit, I'd say 80% to 90% of the credit for that. That thing's not getting done without Matt Davison. Um, but Bill was, in fact, the sitting AD, and he let – he he allowed Matt Approval, Davison to yeah, do his yeah. thing, you know. I'm just saying. I, I just think that yeah. So it, when you say disaster, well, that I, I, I mean, come on. I say that because a a prominent head coach, without saying the name Bill Moose, pretty much said that himself. That's why he did. Wait, he and, didn't and, say and, disaster. It, well, <laughs> he said we're he on said the edge of a cliff. How is that any different from disaster? Disaster <laughs> versus on the edge of falling off of a cliff. That sounds like some a disaster people, to me. Some people jump off cliffs for thrills. <laughs> So, I don't think that this one was about a thrill. Some people like going to the edge of a cliff and looking down. I because I, the why, the, why that was eye-opening is that I know that Bill Moose left, for, for most people, on, on very strange terms the way it happened. He said he apparently, the time was now, knowing, saying that you were forced out, obviously, without saying you are forced out. But I, I would think even if you looked at the surface level, we don't know all the levels of this. But surface level, people would say did a, did an okay job. Even though the programs have sucked, the hires we we all approved. We loved Scott Frost, we loved Fred Hoiberg, and we were pretty confident in Will Bolt and Amy Williams. Yeah, Amy. Right? I mean, yeah. And now that wasn't his hire, Amy. Okay, it was. It was not. Uh, hello, I, I'm sure. I'm ninety percent sure that was Sean Eichhorst. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. The other ones though, Will right, Bolt, right, Hoiberg, right. Frost. I mean, that was ce- celebrated. It we was absolutely celebrated. Yeah, Amy was absolutely so Sean for, to hear. Double check that. Uh, please, to hear what? To hear uh, the right now the most prominent head coach in Nebraska in terms of his success, John Cook, say those words about without saying the name Bill Moose was was certainly very eye opening. It was, it was, it, and it was. I wrote a whole column about it, so I trust me when I say I respect as you can tell and you heard. I respect John at a super high level. So what he said. Yeah, of course it raised eyebrows all over the state. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what kind of fallout there, there'll be. I mean, there's a – and I wrote this too. I think I think it makes more sense just to move on, you know, with the, with, with the sitting AD, with Trev and what he's doing, instead of trying to look back into what Bill did or didn't do. We have a pretty good idea. He threw money around. Yep. We know that. He, he and, and that was if, his, if that's the cliff, then I get it. That if you're just throwing money around. Oh, I think John was talking about more about more more than about other things too. I don't think that's what he was talking about. I don't think he felt like there was the coaches were getting the guidance that okay. they needed. Um, that's what he said. I'm paraphrasing. The other thing, by the way, not to steer out of this, but I was really really interested in what. Can we? Can I? Can I steer off here for a second? Sure. <laughs> I was really interested in what he said about the volleyball coaches leaving the sport because because it's getting hard to manage because of the NIL and the portal. <laughs> yeah, it made okay. you smile, didn't it? Well, just... it didn't make me smile necessarily. It's interesting to hear him say that, though, that they just don't want to deal with all this stuff. And there was an example of what. John was talking about in a football program, which was fascinating. Okay, I want you guys to think about this, Harrison. You think about this too. And I'm not making a mountain out of a molehill here. Okay, Jake, I'm not. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just presenting to you guys the challenges that John Cook, 
and Scott Frost and all coaches have these days. Okay, there's a new quarterback in town, right? Casey Thompson. There's pictures on social media, his Instagram story, that have him at Rodizio Grill. Can I say that? He's at a he's at a restaurant downtown with all the offensive linemen who he took out to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay, then took him bowling. Um, now, if you go to Rodizio Grill with 17, 18 linemen, that's, that's 35, 40 bucks a shot. Right, 40 bucks probably. Yeah, add that up. Okay, is he just, where are we, about $700 tab, 500 Yeah, something like that. that. Um, you said 35 guys? How many guys? Well, it'd be 17 or 18 oh, probably. Oh, sorry. Yeah. At, at, oh, we're at 720 right okay, now. Okay, 720 Okay, now, pick, and I saw the pictures are really cool. Um, Casey Thompson standing there with his, all the you know the brutish offensive linemen, and everybody's happy, well fed, um, camaraderie. We're, I'm going to get this going, Casey Thompson. You're probably going, what's Sipple's problem here? Why is this a problem? Okay, well, if you're Logan Smothers, you're mm. looking at this and saying, huh? I ain't, I don't I don't think I got eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. I can't go feed my linemen. I can't do this. Look at this dude. Look at this dude comes into town. He's got the lineman out at Rodizio Grill. Not everybody can do that. Now he's got he's got a sweet NIL deal. Um, he can he, he has the wherewithal to do that. But the other quarterbacks in the room don't have. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you're dealing with, right? Yep. I mean, I and I know from a person in the program they were they kind of cringed when they saw the picture. Like, oh, God, what's Logan? See, you got to think about Logan in these situations. This is not a surprise to any of us, No, though. and it's the way it is. And right. It's not necessarily wrong, but I can tell by your reaction that you don't feel that comfortable with it. So what we're all kind of forced to do is just, <laughs> just proceed. I have never been comfortable with NIL yeah. from the thought of it and now the, you know, the, the implementation just, of it. Just proceed with, you know... Ah, I guess it's okay. We just got to deal with it. Um, what what can we do? Right. If you keep sh- shouting to the wind, no one's going to hear you. Right. I know. It's not stopping. But that's just an example. That's just. Do you, do you understand? You can be thoroughly against it, and it doesn't matter. I'm not. Right yeah, there. and I don't want to present that as I'm against it or for it. I'm just saying that's a that's that's, that's happening. stuff that happens. It's not going to stop happening no, either. No. So the way it is. Sean Callahan up next on an early break in the ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.